Hello everybody, it's good to see you. Thank you so much for uh, listening to uh, our broadcast today and I, I appreciate so much your being here. And uh, We've had a lot of questions, a lot of people have been watching and, and asking and it's been phenomenal actually and I appreciate it. Uh, if we can answer any questions for you, please get with us let us know. Again, uh, Stephanie and I, we, we deal with couples constantly. That's what we do. That's our ministry. And uh, we'll help any way we can. Well, we're talking about anchors in stormy relationships. And last week we gave you an anchor. Anchor number one, the anchor of thoughtful communication. But I was thinking today for anchor number two, you know, it's funny because um, we deal with a lot of couples and I know a lot of other preachers deal with couples and it seems like all of us have something in common and that is that the couples we deal with oftentimes get into conflicts with each other, battles with each other, they get in stormy waters about things that are really insignificant. Uh, I'll never forget years ago back when I first started uh, I was dealing with a couple and um, this so long ago they probably wouldn't remember this even if they listened to this uh, but it was uh, I was dealing with this couple and they had said to me well we've got some major problems I said okay well you know I don't know if I can help you I'll do my best to well, what are the problems and they said well uh, she said I'll tell you what my problem is my problem is uh, the way he acts around the house and I was I'll be honest with you I was expecting something uh, you know sinful something uh, pretty dramatic. I didn't know if uh, it was what he was watching on television or what he was looking at. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. And so I said, so what is it? And I got on the edge of my seat. I was sitting in their living room, got on the edge of my seat. And she said, well, he actually won't stay in the bathroom to brush his teeth. He walks around in the house brushing his teeth. And she said, to me, that that's just, you don't do that. And I sat back in my chair for a moment, and, I, and I, I didn't say it out loud, but I was thinking, seriously, I'm here tonight to deal with you over marital issues, and the thing that you give me is that he brushes his teeth when he's not in the restroom. That's a pretty minor sin. I'm not saying that I brush my teeth when I'm not in the restroom, and I'm not saying you should, guys. Uh, you may get in big trouble for that, but what I am saying is that that's hardly a defining reason for a, for a tragic event in a marriage. So the second anchor I want to talk to you about tonight is the anchor of controlled responses. The anchor of controlled responses. You know what, when we're dealing with couples, usually we have to talk to them three, four weeks before we get through all of the exterior things to get to the thing that caused the problem to begin with. And in some of those cases, some of the things we find out, uh, we have to dig so deeply that they have, to, they have to stop and think about it because they can't even remember what it was they got upset with about in the beginning. And the reason for that is usually something very insignificant. Now, I'm not saying any marital problem is insignificant. And I'm not saying there's anything that's too small that you shouldn't deal with it from a corrective standpoint and understanding standpoint. But what I am saying is sometimes those insignificant things are the things that don't really matter. So anchor number two would be this. The anchor uh, would be the anchor of controlled responses. In other words, I will not get upset 
about things that ultimately don't make a difference. I will not get upset about things that ultimately don't make a difference. Now I'm going to give you a little hint. Not only is that true in marriage, that's true on the job. How many times on the job do we get in trouble? Do we get a bad attitude? Do we get heartburn because we get upset about something that really doesn't matter? Something that's insignificant. Somebody else got credit for something that we did. Something that actually doesn't matter. So, I'm thinking about in John chapter number 21, I remember Jesus was talking to Peter. And you remember the story where Jesus said, Peter, lovest thou me? And, and Peter said, yeah, Lord, you know I love you. And then uh, he asked him a second time, Peter, lovest thou me? And Peter said, yeah, Lord, you know I love you. And those two versions of love was, was not agape love, but it was a phileo kind of love. And so then Jesus said the third time, Peter, lovest thou me? And Peter got a little bit frustrated, and Peter said, Lord, you know I love you. Okay, then we know the story. Peter was always up and down and up and down and up and down. So Jesus took Peter through these through three questions to get him to examine himself, to look at himself, to look at his own love for Christ. And then, a few verses later, Peter sees the disciple, the Bible calls it the disciple that Jesus loved, leaning against him. And so Peter goes to Jesus and he says, uh, uh, Lord, what shall this man do? He said, you're, there's, you've already told us somebody's going, going to betray you. And uh, so what's he going to do? How's he going to betray you? And here was Jesus' response. Jesus said to him, I will that he tarry till I come. And then he said, what is that to thee, Peter? He said, Peter, it doesn't matter what he did. You're getting, you're getting bent out of shape or inquisitive about something that's really none of your business, something that doesn't really matter to you. That's something between he and I. And it doesn't matter if I tarry with him or if he tarries till I come. What is that to thee, Peter? And he's simply saying, Peter, look at your response. Control your response. You better worry about whether you love me or not, not whether he does or not. So the anchor of control response is critical in any relationship in marriage. It's actually more critical in a relationship than it is in the workplace or anywhere else. A controlled response. Don't major on minor offenses. Now we hear that all the time. We hear it about different speakers and preachers and all that. I'm not talking about any of that. What I'm talking about is in the marriage relationship. In the marriage relationship, don't major on minors. Major on things that cultivate strength and love and security in your marriage. Major on those things that make a difference in your relationship. Don't, don't major on those minor things that really don't matter. I'm serious. I would bet, if you think about it for a moment, the last of the last ten times, if there's been that many, that you and your wife uh, got upset with each other, I, I, if you think back, I promise you that probably a majority of those things now 
you think were pretty insignificant. You know, why in the world did we get upset about something like that? So, do not major on minor offenses. Everybody does something silly from time to time. Everybody does something foolish. I do foolish things. Uh, you do foolish things. Your wife does foolish things. Your husband does foolish things. All of us do. You don't major on those minor things. Don't ever. Focus on your own needs for improvement. You know, if I'm having a problem with my wife, what I need to focus on is what my own issues are. And I promise you, if you work at getting better at your own issues, it'll resolve a lot of the problems that you're having. So please, think about that. Don't get upset about something somebody says, your spouse or whatever. Don't get upset about it. Don't try to make a mountain out of a molehill. Use the anchor of controlled response. I like what uh, someone said in an article I read uh, here this week. They said, pause before you speak. Pause before you react. Pause before you get angry. Pause before you respond. Controlled response. Controlled response. Do not make decisions in the heat of disagreement. I can't tell you, I, you know, I, how many times we've dealt with people, and, and we dealt with stuff, and I was dealing with a couple one time, and uh, they were going through a tragic storm, and they reached a decision together, and uh, it wasn't the decision that I had hoped that they would that they would make, and uh, we was dealing with them. And they said, no, we both agree. This is the decision we're going to make. They made the decision. And two months later, one of the two wanted to reverse the decision. But the other had already set their stake. It turned out the situation was never resolved. Because someone, both in that case, made a decision a decision in the heat of a disagreement and I'm gonna tell you that 95% of the decisions you make in the heat of a disagreement will be wrong decisions pause wait stop have a controlled response remember the waters the winds blowing now the winds blowing a little harder now it's starting to develop into a storm the waves are getting high if you keep going, you're going to be shipwrecked. So throw out the anchor. Stop where you are. Don't move. Stop right there. By throwing out the anchor of controlled response. Pride often interferes with controlled response. I'll be honest with you. When you have problems controlling your response, usually it's not because your issue is so great. It's because of personal pride. Put the pride away. Set it aside. Practice control response. Throw out the anchor of control response. Don't react. Stop. Pause. Think about what you're going to say. Think about what you're going to do. Usually, couples come to us because a series of events have happened. Things have happened they didn't control. They didn't throw out the anchor. And now, as a result, they've reached that point of no return although they could come back. Proverbs chapter number 13, verse 10 says, 
Only by pride cometh contentions. Only by pride cometh contentions. So please don't let pride be so evident in your relationship that the two of you can't throw out the anchor of controlled response and just stop. Agree on verbal indicators instead of giving in to the urges of uh, disagreement. Those key indicators could be, or verbal indicators could, should be non-confrontational. Don't fuss about it, don't fight about it. Um, and non-belittling. So it's, there's no place for belittling, there's no place for confrontation or relationship. So when the storm starts to blow, things start to get a little bit wicked. You know you're in stormy water, you know you're in trouble. Throughout the anchor of thoughtful communication. Or throw out the anchor of controlled response. Just be still. Thanks for listening. We'll cover another anchor next week. Please listen in.